Welcome into Lockdown Horn Frogs. Let's close the week strong. Sonny Dykes said earlier this week he didn't even notice he let Chandler Morris run with the ones at QB for two straight days. Do we believe him? We'll talk about that more next. This is Lockdown Horn Frogs. You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Sorry about that, everybody. Hit the wrong button. I'm so good at producing things. I used to actually be a producer at a radio station, but now I do mortgages for a living. So maybe that is the issue. Uh, anyway, it is Locked On Horn Frogs. It's a Friday. I hope you're having um, a good closed your week heading into the weekend. So let's do it again. Let's talk quarterbacks, right? So Sonny Dykes, he spoke to the media earlier this week after practice, and uh, some of the assembled media there noticed that Chandler Morris, it was his second straight day of taking reps with the first team going through walkthroughs, and to their knowledge, it was the first time that, you know, anyone had really uh, seen like, oh, hey, this is consecutive days now where the same quarterback has taken reps with the ones to start practice. Usually they're switching on and off. It's Max one day, Chandler the next, Max one day, Chandler the next. And Sonny Dykes, uh, sort of, he seems pretty put out with this question at this point, which is understandable, but obviously it's going to keep getting asked until it's answered. Um, he sort of paused for a moment, and then he said, oh, I didn't even notice that was the case. I didn't even notice this was the second day in a row. I had run Chandler Morris out there. Um, I don't buy that. Someone on Twitter, and I don't know who this was, but it's very funny and smart observation. Sonny was speaking to the media, and he's wearing a T-shirt, a cool T-shirt. It's like got a frog on it, and it says details. Like That's the message on his shirt. It says details. And here's Sonny saying, oh, yeah, sometimes we throw Max out there. Sometimes we throw Chandler out there. Who really knows what's going on? Now. I don't necessarily think that just because Chandler ran with the ones two days in a row, it means that he's a slam dunk starter, but I do think it's significant. I mean, I think it means something. And since they've been so uh, close to the vest about this so far, we'll take what we can get. Um, team had a scrimmage yesterday. Now it was a closed door scrimmage. There wasn't access. Frogs today did some interviews with some players afterwards. And um, listening to that sounded like the defense had a pretty good day. They forced three turnovers, apparently, had a couple pick sixes. And, you know, I mean, when when the team is going up against itself, you can interpret it different ways. You can say, oh, hey, the defense, we're very, we were concerned about it going into the season. Maybe that's a good sign that they're forcing turnovers and making plays in a scrimmage because possibly it means that this defense is coming along faster than we thought. Or if you want to spin it negatively, I guess you could say, well, what does that say about the offense? That this defense that we don't expect a lot from is finding a way to force turnovers. But I will say it's significant in this regard. If the defense can force turnovers, that covers a multitude of sins, right? Like if you're a defense that's able to um, get takeaways, put your offense in good field position, that's huge. It would have been huge the past few seasons. They haven't done it very well because the offense struggled. You're hoping that this offense is more explosive. But if you're a team that's going to be in shootouts for a lot of the season, 
enforcing turnovers is big because that might be the difference in the game. If you can't force three and out, hey, get a pick, get a fumble here or there, and maybe you can steal a couple possessions and find a way to pull away in games or win some close games because of the work you're doing there. Also on the quarterback front, they're continuing to work Sam Jackson in in the slot, you know, in these running back spots. Pretty obvious they want him on the field in some capacity. Um, I don't think it's going to be QB, but I, I would be shocked at this point if they didn't have some sort of special package for him to come in and try to make some plays. Um, so that's exciting. He's a heck of an athlete. Find a way to give him the ball. I like that this coaching staff is thinking outside the box in that regard. That's a big plus. So Sam Jackson, you know, moving around in the offense, going different places, finding different ways to get him the ball. I think that's an exciting development. As far as QB goes, I still think we get some clarity on it. I would, I would hope by the end of this week, by the end of this next week. Um, but you know, Coach Dykes and that staff, they're not, they're not really saying much. So either it's it is just a neck and neck competition. Here's another thing he said. He said, you know, there's the old saying, if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. And he doesn't buy into that. He thinks they have multiple quarterbacks that can make plays. Um, I'm just not interested in, in QB switching possessions. I mean, I think if, if you want to find a way to get these guys opportunities in different packages and specialized situations, I can live with that. I mean, switching off based on who has a hot hand, I don't like that idea at all. And I don't think that's ultimately what's going to happen. Again, just interesting to hear what he had to say about it. Uh, quickly, a decision that's coming down this afternoon, Max Carroll. He is a linebacker athlete out of Memphis, Tennessee. Um, goes to Briarcrest Christian School there. And he's a 2023 player, a three-star commit. Has a pretty impressive offer list. Vandy, TCU, Arkansas, Arkansas State, Boston College. Experts seem to think it's down to TCU and Vandy. And those are going to be the two schools that are involved. Anthony Jones, the running backs coach, she was originally from Memphis and came over from Memphis. He is heavily involved in this recruitment. So that commitment is coming down, I believe, at 2.30 Central Time. That's going to be on YouTube on 247. Um, so if you want to check that out, you can. But TCU trying to uh, kind of close the offseason strong and continue to rack up these commits, um, really working towards building an impressive class for this 2023 season. When we come back, um, we'll sort of bounce around a little bit. I have another football note, a player that is injured, so we'll discuss that. Um, we'll talk about basketball non-conference schedule, an exciting update on that front. All that coming up. This is Lockdown Horn Frogs. All right, segment two. Um, so a unfortunate note from fall camp. Marcel Brooks, five-star player, Plays high school ball in the Fort Worth area. Went to LSU, was on the national championship team. Played as like a specialized uh, pass rusher on that team. Transfers over to TCU. They had him at wide receiver last year. Now he's back at linebacker. And he seemed to be a guy that really benefited from the fresh start of the new staff, right? Like the new staff coming in, not really having many preconceived notions about guys. Just saying, hey. Let's see what we got talent-wise. It seemed like Marcel was one of those players um, that benefited the most from it. So, 
he's having a good camp. He's flying around. He was running with the twos on defense. Turns out he's injured. And Coach Dyke said um, in a presser after practice that he's going to be out for a significant amount of time, which is a real bummer. I mean, Marcel, you know, I don't know what's always – I don't know all the things that have gone on behind the scenes, but he just hasn't been able to find a way to get on the field. And he's a heck of an athlete. Um, so there, there's just always a thought of, man, I wish they could find a way to get this guy to, to reach his potential and to be a big-time player for them. But it seems like, you know, at least to start the season, um, there is – that's not going to happen. So hopefully he gets back and, and he's healthy and he's able to play and TCU can get some get some plays out of him because it's been a long journey to this point and just not much production. But obviously, first things first is his health, and that's uh, that's what we're most concerned about. Um, I was going to talk basketball, and I want to do that, but I also want to pass along a baseball note. So the last few seasons, Globe Life Field has been um, hosting college teams in these tournaments or in these series, and TCU's been a part of that. They played Nebraska at Globe Life last year. They were part of the college baseball showdown a couple of seasons ago, and they're going to be back in the showdown this season, opening weekend. Listen to this field. Texas, Oklahoma State, Arkansas, TCU, Mizzou, and Vandy. So um, three Big 12 teams, three SEC teams. Should be a really fun field. I assume TCU will play Mizzou, Vandy, and Arkansas. Um, Great way to start the season. Great way to see where they are in year two under Kirk Sarloos. So, man, that's going to be a lot of fun when they take the field there in Globe Life. If you haven't been there for a game, um, you know, it's great. It's indoors. Great uh, little place to, to sit in and take in a baseball game, especially at the college level. So that's a fun note. TCU basketball, they're going to play SMU in non-conference play. This is the men. Um, that game's going to be on December 10th, and it's going to be at Dickey's Arena. So neutral site game, even though obviously it's in Fort Worth. First time they played a neutral site since 2013, and that was at the AAC, SMU on that game. Um, two teams haven't met since uh, 2018. TCU won that game. But obviously, a long, long history between TCU and SMU. Fun rivalry. SMU is a great basketball program. This is a good non-conference game. Um, usually, Jamie Dixon and TCU in general, when it comes to basketball, uh, their non-conference schedule is just a bunch of cupcakes, right? Like, it's, it's a, let's get this rotation figured out. And, they're not the only team that does this, and it's certainly, you know, well within the parameters and the right to do it. Let's get this team figured out. Let's see where we are. Let's get our rotation going. Not a lot of Power 5 opponents, and this is not a Power 5 opponent, but this is a really good opponent with a solid program, and it should be fun. I think it'll be on a national stage. So um, excited to see them take on T- uh, SMU, and I hope that there's some more challenges this year for TCU basketball, because I, I just think this team with all the, uh, with all the talent they have coming back and with the higher expectations, you want to make sure that you set yourself up to make the tournament. And if you find a way to go 500 or hang around, um, in big 12 play and the grueling, you know, leagues, the big 12 is, then you can definitely do that. But, man, it would help to have some banner wins in non-conference play and beating SMU on a 
you know, neutral site. That's how it'll look when they look at the resume. Would go a long way in doing that. So I'm stoked for basketball season. I know right now everybody's thinking football. I am too. I want to see this team play Colorado in a few weeks. I want to see what Sonny Dykes has going on in year one. But um, there is so much energy around Jamie Dixon and company. I've, I've been seeing the kind of get to know you videos they've been putting out on social media. Um, Damien, there's just so many guys that like, oh man, if Damien Bach had put a few things together and the offseason improved, man, he would be um, fantastic. If Xavier Cork could find a way to, you know, put together some things in the offseason, that would be a massive lift for this team and another player that they could use in that big man rotation to sort of bully um, other teams and and win some big games. So it's easy basketball. They're playing SMU. That's going to be on December 10th, and that game will be at Dickey's Arena. Uh, football has a day off today. They're back at practice on Saturday. And, yeah, we're getting closer to the season starting. Um, really exciting that we're getting TCU football soon. I am Stephen Simcox. This is Locked on Horn Frogs. We'll be back again Monday. Thanks for tuning in. We're part of the Locked on Podcast Network. It's your team every day.